Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, back with you for our number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you, as always, by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now is the time to give us a call if you'd like to weigh in on the conversation. Do you think um, Do you think the Oilers got better this offseason? Do you think they're worse heading into opening night 2023-24? We had a texter earlier today saying... You know, with Bouchard re-signed now two years, $3.9 million per season. It's not officially been announced, but it's unofficially official. Um, They're in the same cap position as they were last year. So this texture says, well, you look at the roster, they're not really any better. There's an argument to be made there, I'm sure. Let us know, 780-496-0063. Or if you want to make the argument to the contrary, would love to hear that as well. As Cam mentioned earlier in the show, a full year of Matthias Ekholm. What does that mean for the defense? Not only what he's able to do on the ice, but the growth that he should continue to spur in Evan Bouchard, who, by the way, is coming off of 17 points in 12 playoff games. He's got 89 points in his 184 career regular season games. Bouchard certainly with some room to grow on the defensive side of the puck, but that's where a guy like Ekholm becomes so valuable to the franchise, having him for the course of a year instead of three months in a playoff run. that sort of thing. So there's a case to be made there. You've got Connor Brown coming in with 30 goal acumen to replace the outgoing Kyler Yamamoto. There's about $3 million out, about $3 million or so in, a little bit more than that, as we just heard. So there's there's been some change, no doubt, um, but wonder what you think about it all. 780-496-0063 is the number to text or call. Cletus says the Oilers' goaltending, still a mystery, and until they solve that, Stanley Cup is a long way away. Joel from Lethbridge saying Yamamoto for Brown, big upgrade. Loss of Costin, though, that's huge. Lots of people feel that way the loss of clean cost and something that shouldn't be overlooked when you got somebody willing to jump into the skirmishes like that willing to stand up to the likes of Cassian for his teammates that earns a lot of brownie points amongst the fans I understand that sentiment for sure yeah me too I, I really liked what he brought and and I understand why I why he left too I mean, as far as the the dollars go and, and the Oilers being up against the cap but I really liked the, I liked his game is he got into the face of the opposition he played a tough game could shoot the puck could score some goals and and really I thought took to to playing in Edmonton he, he was yeah. a, a very popular player with the fans 
because of the way he played, but he seemed to really embrace uh, living here, which I think that was part of it too. Mm-hmm. Certainly, he's well. Tony Brar's suits have never been uh, drier now that Costin <laughs> is out of town. I guess this other texture here says, uh, "I don't know that roster-wise, Edmonton is any better, but." I think experience-wise, we are. And I don't think Campbell will be as bad as he was last year. So adding everything in the Oilers, I do believe will be a better team this year. But I would agree that we don't really know uh, that we're better because experience-wise... Yeah, yeah, okay, the texture's sort of rambling a little bit there, it seems. But anyway, um, I agree with that. And that's sort of what I'm hinting at with the the Ekholm uh just being around and having that presence. Like, you think you love Costin as an oiler? You can't keep Ekholm out of the community right yes. now. And uh, and what he did on the ice, just obviously, like, you, it's it's one thing to overstate it in the Edmonton market, but if you listen to a lot of out-of-market stuff, he was getting his praises sung from everywhere. Yeah, he's he played so well and made Evan Bouchard better and has... It really helped solidify things on that back end, and that's huge for the Oilers. To get a whole season of them is is going to be tremendous, and not to mention what he's done in the community. He was at the the Minto Cup mm-hmm. uh, earlier th- this week, and or before the weekend, and that was him and Darnell Nurse being a part of that. So that's that's important too to to be out there and to be a part of the community. John the Butcher saying mm. Kane does what Costin did and more. Plus, we haven't actually seen a full season with Kane in the lineup. Very good point by yeah. John the Butcher. There's there's two tremendously impactful players in Ekholm and Kane. Neither one of them played the full season in Edmonton, and you're expecting a lot out of each of those players and with the addition of Connor Brown. Steve has called in on the hotline. Steve, you're on the air. How's it going today? How are you guys doing? We're doing well. What do you think? Are they better or worse off this year? Uh, it's probably a little worse just because we're missing a player too. We'll see how it does, but I think it was Holland's plan like a cast. And not we're, having uh, those uh Sorry, Steve, we're uh, losing you a little bit there. Holland's plan was what? Hello, can you- yeah, we're going to have to drop Steve, unfortunately. I really appreciate you hanging out on hold, Steve. We're, our connections, it, it's not great. Um, okay, well, 780-496-0063. Uh, if you're going to give us a call, try not to be on speakerphone. That's that's a big ask from me. I know it's not a perfect situation. The Fizzler. The Fizzler is saying the Oilers not better. That won't stop Oilers now from pumping the idea that they're cup contenders, baby. Another season of disappointment is on the horizon. That's from the Fizzler. Glass half empty. (laughs) Uh, Stanley says Brown is a big upgrade on Yamamoto, but the team defense was exposed in the Vegas series. If that doesn't get fixed, they'll never raise. Oh, that's not from Stanley. They'll never raise Stanley. Oh, wow. Stanley being Lord Stanley. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't realize that Shan out of White Court was on a first-name basis with Stanley. (laughs) Richard at 780-496-0063. His name is definitely Richard. They are better this year than last, in the forward group at least, but not in the defense or goaltending. So it will still be a huge concern if they can't upgrade that going into the playoffs. Well, I can tell you the goaltending is what it is. It's it's going to be this now. 
Yeah, it's not it, likely to change. You're right. If you get Jack Campbell playing at a level where another team would want to trade for him, why would you want to trade him away? I guess that's what my question would be. So what you hope for is a big step forward from Stuart Skinner, another one in, yes. in his growth, and I think that's very possible. But even if it's just a step forward, not a big step, you're in good shape. He was a Calder Trophy finalist, and he set the rookie record on this team for twenty with 29 wins. So he's in pretty good company there. What he needs is a good deputy right now and Jack Campbell while not necessarily known as being the best sheriff has proven he can be an alright deputy in past situations so how do you get that save percentage from 888 up to 905 and if you do how many more wins does Edmonton squeak out you know that's not a, a lot to ask from that's that's average NHL goaltending he played well below it we all know it he knows it and I don't think that he's going to return with that same poor form so I would suggest that the goaltending is not going to look different on paper. It should look better on the ice, I would hope. It should. And even at his 888, he was still 21-9-4. So yeah, how much better would that be at 905? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's part of it. And it, we, we're going to find out. Not uh, We can talk about it all we want right now. It, it's going to all play itself out in the early part of the season. We'll have a much better idea. But that's it is important for, for the Oilers to get Jack Campbell back to where he should be and the, continue, the continued development up the ladder for Stuart Skinner. I would say. I don't think $7 million for a goaltending tandem is is paying too much at all. Most teams nope. are trying to pay $7 million for a starter. So to have this here for the price that it's locked in on for the next three years, you're in good shape. Ellen, always a great texter here to Oilers Now, says players uh, staying for less or coming here for less than they could get somewhere else. It makes for a better team. They want to be here, and in Ellen's mind, make them want to play harder as well. So maybe you get that that group setting, like that. Uh, you know, Evander's always around the team anyway. But when he's out on the ice, you know, and pulling guys out of scrums for you, when 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 you're seeing that from October through April. You know, I don't know. Does does it mean that the team's more bonded? I'm not sure, but I sure I'm sure it can't hurt to have that omnipresent. Yeah, Evan at home. A little, you know, add add a little toughness too on the on the fourth line would yeah. be great. But yeah, <laughs> Evander Kane certainly brings it when he's on the ice. Rob is on the line here. Rob, are they better or worse heading into this season in your mind? You know, I do believe that this year um, there's nobody on the Oilers that are going to get worse. Um, I think everybody's going to improve their game. They were a contender last year. So anyone out there that's saying that they're not a contender, how can they say that when they are going as deep as they did into the playoffs and really put a scare into the into the night? You know, so my comment is, is I would like to know if there's anyone out there that feels that anybody on the team is going to get better or not to perform to the level that they performed to uh, last year. And it's a proven fact that every contending team has third and fourth liners that outperform what they were supposed to and perform beyond their level. And I think there's going to be a few the clouds out there that are going to outperform. And now with the Brown addition, you know, and Yamamoto, I think 
didn't perform at a at a high elite level that he should have last year. Mm-hmm. Last so, year, last year being the key there, Rob. And I think that this is where people get hung up on the Yamamoto thing. Is there was a period of time where he looked like he had all the potential in the world, and I think a lot was lost with that Landis Cog injury. He still doesn't look to me like he's fully recovered from it. So you lose a lot of the tenacity and that sort of thing with Yamamoto, and and that's what you need come playoff time, right? So I don't know that you're directly replacing yeah, that in Connor Brown, but. You know, but that's, uh, again, I think there's been a lot of callers that have nailed it on the head with the goaltending, and that's been a very uh, contentious point amongst fans, and is that something that we're able to solve? And I have to agree, if it's, if we look at it below uh, 905 again this year, it's probably out in the second round again. Um, it's something that has to be sewed up. Yeah, fair enough. Really appreciate the call, Rob. Thanks. Thanks for the time. All right. We'll go to David, who's on the line in St. Albert. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going, buddy? We're doing well today, thank you. What do you think? Are they better or worse off? Well, they should be better, right? Because mm. they've gotten rid of a couple of guys that I would have moved out before this point. Uh, they're not bad players or anything, but they just, they weren't right. That's Kobe Arby and Yamamoto, right? Um, if you're trying to win the cup, those two guys weren't going to cut it. Uh, just they can't offer what you need in that round. So Brown should be a good addition. As far as Costin goes, I really like that guy. Uh, a little bit of the problem is is that they offered him a pretty reasonable deal, and if he actually wanted to win a cup and be a part of this group, you're going to take the pay cut a little bit, and you're going to stay with the team. So my concern with Costin is he was more concerned about the money than than to win the cup kind of thing. Right? Yeah, and, exactly. And that's kind of in contrast to what Ellen had just texted us here saying, if you look at a lot of the other signings and the other players here, it's it's the exact opposite. Guys are trying to take haircuts because they want to be putting this sweater on right now. That's, that's exactly. And if you go back to when Detroit had all their success, guys did the same thing over there. It's a character thing you got to mm-hmm. build, right? And Yamamoto had character. There's no question. He was a good character player. Couple things problem with him was he had his concussion, and so his time frame might. Not, it's it's tough when you play in play downs and the rules change, right? So you need a little different guy. Now people are maybe forgetting about all the young fellows that are coming up still, and everybody's a year older, a year stronger, makes a big difference. You got is it Borgo, and then you got Holloway coming, who hasn't even played yet, and Broberg yeah. hasn't even played yet, and I think I heard you say they just signed Bouchard because I haven't listen for a bit but it's 3.9 or something yeah it's it's not been announced by the team but it's been announced by everybody else Elliot Friedman saying it Frank Saravalli announced it yesterday that they're they're getting incredibly close to two years at 3.9 so you can pretty much take that to the bank that's that's reasonably fair for him uh you're not like you're not breaking the bank on it and he'll be fine I, I love Barry but I see where they're going. And again, good teams will take pay cuts to be a good team, right? Mm-hmm. And and because if you guys are serious about winning a cup, you have to, you know, give up a little bit, right, in order to play with good players and stuff. So, yeah, yeah they, they should be totally solid. And as far as goaltending goals, those two goalies are good enough. Um, L.A. got really lucky that their goalie got hurt because both coaches made a mistake. Neither one changed the keeper LA had to change the goalie because he got hurt. Uh, otherwise, they'd have stuck with Brassard and they would have lost. <laughs> All right. Appreciate the call, David. Thanks very much. Take care. Take care. Uh, Sonny hanging out on line three here. Sonny, you're on the air. 
Hey, Brad, how's it going? We're doing well. What's on your mind today? Hey, I think the team is getting better. Uh, Connor Brown, obviously, an upgrade over Yamamoto, um, size-wise and physicality. The only thing I'm worried about, and it's for the last two seasons, I've told Bob as well in the past, is we don't have bottom six grip. Guys like Nick Ritchie, Brett Ritchie, you know, could possibly fetch you 800K on a one-year deal would be the ideal guys you would need in your bottom six. We like Looking back to the Vegas series, Colasar, William Carrier, uh, Brett, Brett Howden, all these big guys, these fourth lines, you were grinding and pounding. We only have Nurse and Kane right now to step up. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And actually, if you look past the Edmonton series, think about what Kolasar did to uh, to Matt Kachuk. He basically knocked him out of the Stanley Cup final there with that hit that uh, separated his shoulder, uh, blew him apart. Right? Like so, it's it's when it comes down to crunch time, Sonny. I can't agree with you more that they need a little bit more. Uh, you want to be the hammer and and not the nail when it comes to May and June. No, and you know I understand from a report that you know the team wanted to keep Fogle. But I just don't understand is if you're paying this guy $2 million, this guy should be the one hidden, cross-checking in your bottom six. But I haven't seen that in his game. And like I said, for that price, you could get both Richie brothers. Brett Sutter or Sutter, whoever's uh, coming on the PTO, I'm still very skeptical because he's not as physical back when he was with Vancouver as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Sonny. I think Sutter Sutter coming in here for that right shot face-off guy, you know, that... Uh, PK. Exactly, yeah. right? He's He'll kind of be the other elements of, of the gritty part of the game, but when it comes to, to getting nose-to-nose with somebody, and, and I will... like You can't sit here and convince me that this isn't of... <laughs> of importance if not utmost importance at the most important time of the year you have to be able to play that kind of game even if it's just for a section of game two against whatever team there's going to be a time where you get called upon and Evander Kane is a lightning rod and it's great that you have him but I I totally agree that he cannot be the the be-all end-all here no not uh, as a top six guy and And, and there was a great point about the fourth line of of Vegas yes they were very effective all year they were impactful especially then yeah like they they play a physical game. They all straight lines spend a lot of time in the opposition zone and and found ways to chip in with goals. So yeah, that line I thought was incredibly effective for Vegas and showed the importance of having a fourth line that not only can just you know spend time in the opposition end, which is outstanding, mm-hmm. but if you can throw in a few goals and maybe you know scare the hell out of the opposition at the same time. That's you're you're checking all the boxes as far as a fourth line goes, and yeah. I thought they did exactly. You know, you look at a guy like Fogel, as Sonny brought up, and certainly the the forechecking aspect of his game. He's a big body, mm-hmm. right? These are the things that they like. He skates well, but he does not get into the guts of the game like that. He is not somebody when you've played the Edmonton Oilers, you're not looking around for number thirty-seven on the ice. If I'm the general manager of this team, I'm looking for somebody that other teams are looking around for. I am, and I don't know if I've just been indoctrinated through this show or whatever it is but you gotta have that man you gotta have that in my opinion so we'll see and I don't think it's something they're gonna add this offseason but over the course of the regular season perhaps there's somebody available on the cheap that can chip in that way we'll press pause here on Oilers now lots of texts to get to 780-496-0063 appreciate the callers more of uh, this discussion are they better this year heading into 2023-24 because not everybody's 
think so, but I want to know what you think. We will when we come back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. More coming up after the 1.30 news. We'll chat with David Staples from the Call to Hockey about Evan Bouchard's uh, projected contract extension here. It's all but done, apparently. We just don't have word from the team itself. Uh, some thoughts on that and then thoughts on Rick Pracy taking over as the director of amateur scouting. Tyler Wright parting ways with the team yesterday amid that announcement as well, of course. So uh, continued changing of the guard, even in the front office uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, or I guess that's where it would be. The real changing of the guard I'm thinking of is... On the football field, uh, where I spend most of my time, I guess. But here they uh, they do instill another wrinkle of just a different perspective into the front office. Jeff Jackson, the move that everybody was uh, excited about a couple of weeks ago. He is the new president and CEO of hockey operations. Now he instills one of his own in uh, in Rick Pracy, who brings like 20 years of scouting experience, a bunch of time as an amateur scout in Philly, director of amateur scouting for Colorado as well. So some thoughts from David coming up. But right now, 780-496-0063, Neil says, I feel like the Oilers are a little better to start this year. Goal isn't worrying. I think many other teams have actually taken a step back around them. It's not like Vegas got a ton better. Did Los Angeles get a lot harder to beat? I'm not sure. Will Calgary be more of an obstacle with a different head coach this year? Maybe. I'd suggest so, certainly. And they didn't even miss the playoffs by, uh, by that much. Yeah, the L.A. goaltending situation, I would think, be a little concerning for Kings fans. <laughs> Harv wants to know, why haven't Connor and Leon taken haircuts? Think of the higher caliber of players we could get. Leon I, did take a haircut. Yeah. Leon, if you want to go and look right now, Leon Dreisaitl has the, the best bargain contract in the entire NHL. Yeah. That's not up for debate anymore. Multiple 100-point seasons making $8 million a year. Brandon Hagel makes $6.5 million a year. Leon Dreisaitl makes eight. <laughs> that is a... It, Leon's bald right now, okay? Leon's got to grow his hair out for his next contract, and he will, and by that time, the salary cap will have enough space to accommodate it. Hacksaw wants to know, boys, do you think with Costin it was just the money, or he more wanted regular playing time? 
That's I, I don't know. That yeah. it's, it's a tough, tough one because I don't think he liked the lack of opportunities in St. Louis. I really got that sense in some of the things that he said when he first arrived in Edmonton and was beaming about the opportunity he was going to get here. So Hacksaw, I think that's actually really insightful. Yeah, You're it probably is. onto something there. Um, would you want to stick around here and be a part of this and get closer to a Stanley Cup? Yeah, Detroit's been literally the worst team in the NHL over the last five years by record. That's what he's joining. So, uh, yeah, maybe he's playing for the money right now. Everybody's got their own motivations. Bottom line is you need people in Edmonton that want to be in Edmonton, and there's players out there that want to be in Edmonton. So we'll see which they end up adding on route to hopefully another deep Stanley Cup Finals run. This is Oilers Now. David Staples coming up after Randy reads you the global news headlines.